Let's talk about three ways you can punch your excuses in the face right now so you can make things happen. Welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast, the podcast that will motivate and inspire you to not only be a hearer, but to start being a doer. Because you know deep in your heart that there's so much more in you. The purpose of each episode is to provide you with actionable steps that you can take to assist you in your journey towards your goals. We will have topics that are relevant to you and you'll hear from experts and influencers that will provide you with information you can take action on. I'm your host, Carlos Frank. Now let's be doers and dive into this episode. Hey, 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 Doers Journey family. Punch your excuses in the face. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to talk about three examples of some common excuses. And we're going to talk about three examples and some tips to help you overcome excuses. But before we get into that, as usual, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. However you're listening to this podcast, people have told me they listen to it as they're working out, as they're driving to and from work or traveling on vacations. And I just truly appreciate that. And if you haven't done so yet, please go out to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, whatever platform it is, whatever whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, and go out and give us a rating. When you do that, that helps other awesome people find this podcast because it just pushes it up on the Apple iTunes algorithm magic world out there. Now, it's not a magic world. It's just an algorithm. But when you put that rating out there, that five star rating and that honest review, you sit down and take some time to to write out that honest review. It just helps other people find it and it helps build our community up and helps bring this message to other people. The message of getting people and moving people beyond motivation, beyond inspiration and getting them to take action just like you are. By listening to this podcast, that's what you're doing. And after this podcast, my hope and my heart for you is that you take action on the things that you're learning. So let's jump into it. Let's talk about excuses, 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 excuses. Now, if you're anything like me, you hate excuses, especially when they're coming from other people. But you know what the funny thing is? We probably have a little more leniency on ourselves, and that's not good. Because excuses aren't good things. And I like this. I looked this up as I was preparing for this podcast. And, you know, there's a difference between reasons and excuses. And I got this. This is somebody named Kelly Rudolph. I want to make sure I give proper uh, credit for this. But she said a reason is an explanation given to an event or series of events. But an excuse is intended to lessen or eliminate liability, accountability and responsibility. And I love that because I'm a big person when it comes to personal responsibility, taking personal responsibility for your actions, for your results and not giving excuses about it. And I'm really fired up about this because I just completed an eight week challenge If you haven't listened to it yet, you need to go back and look up Jeffrey Witherspoon. Jeff is a professional and certified personal trainer, and he has one of the best personal training programs in the world right now. He's already approaching over 5,000 clients, 
and I just completed it and I had an awesome transformation. But anyway, I'm sharing this with people as they're they're getting in contact with me because they're seeing my results. And a lot of people, they want results, but they're giving excuses for why they can't have it. Whether it's, hey, they're too old, they don't have enough time, maybe they got too much weight to lose and they feel like they can't lose it. And I'm like, you know what? And I'm thinking in my head, and of course I'm being uh, polite <laughs> as I'm responding to them, but I'm like, these are just excuses that they've accepted in their life. And there's this thing that they really want but they're allowing these excuses to get in the way. And maybe it's just a form of getting yourself out of it, letting yourself off the hook. And that's when it was, it's, was spurred into me about having this conversation with you. Because excuses just get in your way. They're getting in the way of your goals right now. And I'm going to be honest with you. They got in my way for a while. And that's why I'm very passionate about this. If I go back to when I was younger, one of my goals was to get to college on a full football scholarship. Now, I'm not one. Of, I'm not the biggest person in the world. You know, right now, I'm just about five, nine, about a, a little over 150 pounds. And now in this point in life, I'm OK with that. But growing up as a kid that wanted to play professional football and D1 college football, that wasn't a good thing. You know, I was barely five, eight, a hundred and. 40 pounds soaking wet going into my senior year in high school. But what I realized was I didn't use that as an excuse not to pursue my goal. I could have used the excuse of too short, too small and allow that to get in my way. But I didn't. And I'm going to sh and I'm going to be sharing with you the tip that I used in order to keep on pursuing my goal. Long story short, I still went to Division One and played football. I became a multi-year All-American, two-time All-American, and I fulfilled my dreams. I didn't go to the NFL. I didn't pursue that. Um, not to say that I would have made it. I just decided my senior year because of certain things um, not to pursue that, and I'm happy with that. But I didn't use the excuse of being too short or too small from keeping me from achieving my goal. And, you know, one thing I learned in college, the funny thing is, of course, I went to a military college called the Citadel. That's a military college here in Charleston, South Carolina. And one of the first things they teach us at the Citadel is how to respond to a superior, respond to somebody who has higher rank than you. And one of those responses was, sir, no excuse, sir, or ma'am, no excuse, ma'am. So if you came late to a formation the answer wasn't you trying to give an excuse as far as why you became late or why you were late. The answer is, sir, no excuse, sir. If you didn't turn in your homework, if you didn't do all the PT you were supposed to do, you weren't supposed to give an answer or an excuse as to why you didn't do it. It's just, sir, no excuse, sir, ma'am, no excuse, ma'am. And what that taught you was to take personal responsibility for your actions, and for your results. And we need more of that in society. I need more of that in my life. You probably need more of that in your life too. So instead of blaming the alarm clock, instead of blaming somebody else, instead of blaming whoever, you got to take personal responsibility for yourself and for that action or not getting the result. So 
I'm fired up right now <laughs> because this is just a topic. You know, this is one of those things. And I've been fortunate that I've been in leadership positions, uh, even in corporate America and in a lot of places that I've been. And it just fires me up when I hear somebody try to give an excuse. And, you know, I'm very polite and, and I'm cordial with things. And as a leader, sometimes, of course, you still have to you still have to put your foot down with stuff. But one thing I tell my team is I do not accept any excuses and I don't expect them to expect any excuses from myself. So if they're late, they're late. Don't tell me about the traffic. Don't tell me about all this other stuff. No, you're just late. Okay, and I learned that from my dad. My dad was a military guy. If I came into the house late, even one second, I was grounded. No excuses. And so we got to take personal responsibility. And that's, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, why I am this way. It's just because of my upbringing, going through college and all these other things. And I want us to live a life of no excuses. And we're going to talk about, you know, the three common excuses and three ways to help you eliminate excuses in your life so you can go and do what you're supposed to do, whether it's to fulfill the vision, fulfill a purpose. I want you to punch excuses in the face and more importantly, punch your excuses, the things that's getting in your way in the face and get it done anyway. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about three examples of common excuses that people give when it comes to things. And you can probably think of it. As a matter of fact, I want you to think of something right now. What's a common excuse that you've given yourself for certain things or you've heard other people give? You know, if you're on the Facebook page, if you're on that, I want you to write about that uh, on underneath the post for this episode. What are some of the common excuses? Or if you're on Instagram or Twitter, go out there. What are those common excuses? Say it out loud to yourself right now. Now, I'm going to give you three. OK, so the first one, the first common excuse is an example of a common excuse that people give is time. And it's usually the lack of time to be able to do something. Oh, I would do that, but I don't have enough time. But you do. There is a way. If there's a will, there's a way. And here's the thing. And here's a common uh, saying that you'll hear. And I love this saying. It says if you're committed, you'll find a way. But if you're not, you're going to find an excuse. Let me say that again. If you're committed to getting something done, you'll find a way. But if you're not committed to getting it done, you're going to find an excuse and then justify it with that excuse. So I'm sure right now you can think of an example of something. If you went to college, if you went to high school, you remember that term paper or, or that assignment that was due? <laughs> and the funny thing is you probably had a month to do it. But now it's the day before and you're going to get it done and you got it done anyway. That's a great example right there that when there's finally a will and there's a sense of urgency and we'll talk about that. Actually, that's the tip I'm going to give you as far as time is concerned. But when you have that sense of urgency, you got it done, despite the fact that you now only have about 24 hours to get it done or whatever it is. We got to punch the excuse of time in the face. And one way to do that, and this isn't really one of the three tips, but I'm going to share with you anyway. There's something called Parkinson's law, Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law says work expands to fill the time available for its completion. So, again, let's go back to that term paper or that project in school or college or maybe even at work. 
You had two months to do it. Guess how long it's going to take you to get that done? For most people, it's going to take two months. That's Parkinson's law. Work expands to fill the time available for its completion. So if somebody gives you two weeks to get it done, you get it done in two weeks. And if you have kids at all, you probably see that. You're like, hey, get that done. You have till tomorrow to get that done. Guess when they kids usually get that done? They get it done by tomorrow until the last second. They're, they're going to wait. They're going to be like, mom, dad gave me all the way until tomorrow. I'm going to wait. And we do that as an as adults. We take that time. So how do you put Parkinson's law into your favor? Well, if you have two months, get it done in one month. If you have one week, get it done in two days and give yourself that buffer time and just play a mental trick on yourself and say, you know what? They say a week, but I got to get this done in two days. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your phone. Put it on your watch. Get an accountability partner and tell them, hey, I have to complete this in two days. And if I don't, here's what I'm going to do. Whether it's money that will motivate you to do it, whether it's, I don't know, sometimes my friends and I, we do burpees or whatever. We do whatever it takes to get us out of that, uh, out of that mindset that we're going to wait until the last second to get something done. All right, so that's time. That's one of the common excuses right there and a tip to help you get over time. Now, the other excuse is money. Have you ever heard that? Oh, I don't have enough money to do that. Oh, that costs too much to do that. So I'm not going to do that. Again, if you really want to do it and you're really committed to it, you're going to find a way. But if you're really not, then you're going to find an excuse. And I want you and I'm going to refer back to episode 15 of the Doer's Journey podcast where we talk about what to do when you you're facing a lack of resources. Go back and listen to that because that really ties back very nicely to this as well. But money, we got to punch that excuse in the face. We got to do whatever we got to do, whether it's an investment we need to make, whether it's something we need to purchase, something we need to buy for ourselves that's going to make our lives better. We need to find a way. I don't care what you need to do. Do you need to sell something? Do you need to barter? And again, we talk about that in episode 15, too. We got to punch the, the lack of money in the face and find a way to make it happen. Do we got to get together with friends and family that we know, like, and trust and say, hey, in order to make this happen, this is something that's going to change my life. In order to make this happen, I need X amount of dollars. And if we do this, we pull this money together. Here's my agreement to you. And of course, you get that all in writing or whatever, but you just do what you got to do in order to make something happen. I know times where I've had garage sales. I've sold things of value because there was something else that was more important that I wanted to go out and get. And when I really wanted it again, when I was committed to making it happen, I found a reason and a way versus looking back and falling back on my excuse not to make it happen. So money is an example of a common excuse. What's another common excuse? And I'm, I'm going to bunch these together, but it could be a lack of a skill, lack of authority or lack of abilities or again, your age. You know, hey, I can't do this because fill in the blank. I'm too old. I'm too young. Society says I'm too young. You know, I don't have enough authority. And this podcast has really taught me a lot about that because there's been times where I haven't reached out to people 
because an excuse came up to my mind, like reaching out to people like Bob Berg, uh, Adrian Peterson. And Bob Berg is the best-selling author, co-author of the book, The Go-Giver. And I interviewed him a few episodes ago. Adrian Peterson, NFL veteran, Robert Killian Jr., who I just interviewed. He's a Spartan world champion. And there's a bunch of people I have on my list right now that I'm going to be reaching out to that I just I'm reaching out to them. I'm not allowing the excuse of, oh, I'm not a best selling author. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I wasn't in the NFL. Why would Adrian want to talk to me? No, I just punch that excuse in the face and do it anyway. You got to punch your excuse in the face and do it anyway. I'm telling you right now, there's something that you want to do. There's something that you need to do, that you have to do, that you're putting off. And there's an excuse that you're allowing to keep you from doing it. And I want you to punch that excuse in the face. And I want that to be graphic. I want to say punch that excuse in the face. I've used that as, as a hashtag, as a saying for many years now. Punch that excuse in the face, knock it down to the ground and get on with it and get it done. So that's another example of common excuses, lack of skill set, lack of authority, uh, lack of abilities or too old, too young, not making enough money. We got to get that out the way because nothing's stopping you. The only thing that's stopping you is your lack of commitment or your lack of reasoning or something else I'm going to share with you here. But I want you to push past that because I believe you do have a good reason. Man, if you're fired up right now, I want you to go ahead and just stop this. You know, normally I wouldn't say stop the podcast because I want you to listen to the whole thing. But if you're fired up right now to do something, do it. Stop the podcast. Make the phone call. Make the sales presentation. Make the offer. Do whatever it is. Stop right now. Do the 50 push-ups. Do the 10 push-ups. Whatever it is. Stop it right now. Tell that person that you love them. Punch the excuse in the face. Ask the person out. Go do it. Start the freaking business. <laughs> Man, I just want you to punch that excuse in the face and get it done. And then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast, all right? Because I want to hear about your success stories and I want you to hear these three tips. All right, so here's the three tips. Number one, and I'm not sharing these in any type of particular order just as I wrote them down. But here's the first one. You need a strong why. And we've talked about that before. What is your strong why? Now, I just shared with you earlier that I completed a, a workout program with Jeff, uh, eight weeks, his eight week transformation with E2M personal training. I want to promote Jeff. OK, I know, like and trust Jeff and his E2M personal training program. E2M stands for eager to motivate. If one of your things is you want to get in the best shape of your life or you want to get in better shape or you want to lose a certain amount of weight, you need to go find Jeff. OK. And I'll put a link to his program and I'll put a link to his uh, Instagram in the show notes for this. But I'm telling you, listen to me. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how overweight you are. I believe the person that just one of the people that just went through this because Jeff gives uh, financial prizes. I think the person that lost the most amount of weight lost like 60 plus pounds in eight weeks. OK. And so a lot of people don't need to lose that much. Some people need to lose more. But whatever it is, if that's you, go out and find Jeff. But anyway, let me go back to this. My why. 
as I was sharing with you three examples or tips on how to overcome your excuses. Get a strong why. So my strong why for jumping into Jeff's program and staying fit is because I want to have the best body. And when I say the best body, I'm talking about the best health that I can have in order to fill, fulfill my God-given purpose. And along with that, I want to be the best that I can be for my wife, Cindy, and my four kids and my future generations. I don't want to have any reason. I don't want to look back and say, man, I should have ate better. I should have worked out more and did more so I can be as healthy as I can be. Okay, so that's my strong why. And I look at that on days when I don't feel like working out. I think about Cindy. I think about my kids. I think about my God given purpose. I think about you, because if I'm not healthy, I'm not doing this podcast. Okay. And again, whether this podcast reaches millions or it reaches you, it's important to me. And I want to have the energy that I need to have to bring out and to, you know, talk to guests and bring these topics to you. So hopefully it can change your life. All right. So take some time. What is your why? What moves you? What makes you cry when you think about it as far as that goal or that thing you need to accomplish? Take some time. Take out a journal, a piece of paper. I don't care if you got to record it with your phone and put it on video. This is my why. This is what makes me have to do this thing that I have to do. So what is your why? That's number one. The second thing, tool or resource that I want to give you is called the five second rule. Now, I got this from bestselling author and entrepreneur Mel Robbins. The five second rule is very simple. Number one, you can go out and get the book and I'll I'll put another link to to her book as well, because it's been a game changer for me. So here's what you do with the five second rule. You count down five seconds and then you go out and you just make it happen and you do it. So let's say there's a phone call you don't you don't want to make that you've been putting off in your head. You know, you're supposed to call Mr. Smith and you've been scared about doing it, whatever, giving excuses not to do it. Here's what you do. You go five, four, three, two, one. Pick up the phone and do it. And what Mel said, she used it because she was, you know, she was having some challenges getting out of bed in the morning because she was going through a depressing state in her life. And one day she saw a rocket ship counting down and she saw the countdown. Of course, it started from 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom. And she said, you know what? The next morning I'm going to do that. She wanted to get up early and that's what she did. When she was getting ready to wake up or getting out of bed and those excuses started coming into her head, she just said five, four, three, two, one, and then got up and did it anyway. And that's something I've been using in my life a lot. And that's the way I actually recorded my invitation to Mel Robbins because I had excuses in my head, like I said earlier. You know, oh, Mel's not going to respond or whatever. But you know what? When I was running one day, I was actually listening to her book on Audible, The Five Second Rule. I said, you know what? I'm going to record something right now, right after my workout. And that excuse came in my head. Oh, no, you got to be dressed good, Carlos. You got to look nice. But I said, you know what? No, I'm going to do it right now because I have the energy and I have the gumption to do it right now. So I said, five, four, three, two, one. And I pressed the record button. And I recorded a personal invitation to Mel Robbins and sent it to her. And so that's what the five second rule is. And I know, you know, the book goes into a great explanation for it. But again, all you do throughout the day, 
every single day you have five seconds between that gumption or that uh, excitement or that thing that tells you do something and you have a space and time where your feelings will try to get in the way versus you just taking action. And all you have to do is go five, four, three, two, one, do it anyway and just do it. Take the action. Make the phone call. Start writing the first sentence. You know, bring up, raise your hand at work. You know, ask that question at work that you've been scared to ask about. You know, take that action as an entrepreneur that you've been scared to pick up whatever it is. Pick up the phone and make it happen and do it with the five second rule. Okay, so that's one tip that's helped me and that I want to share with you. Again, go get the book or you can look up the five second rule on YouTube. She has a great TED talk about it. Okay, now here's the last one that I want to share with you. When you have an excuse that pops up in your head, whether it's it's a goal, something you want to accomplish and an excuse comes up in your mind. Here's the last tip I want to give you. Go and find somebody who's done what it is that you want to do. Okay, how is that going to help you? Because when you find that person that's done what you want to do, that might have had the same excuse that's popping up in your head. It helps inspire you and show you that, you know what, this can be done. And sometimes that person is you. And I've had to use that in my life. And here's the story that I liken that to the story of David versus Goliath. You know, David had an opportunity to go up against Goliath. And I'm sure you know the story. And Goliath was out there and a bunch of other men also had the opportunity to fight Goliath. And, you know, I want to I want to liken Goliath to the excuses that are popping up in your head, the Goliaths that are getting in your way. OK, but all these other men had excuses and they were scared and their knees were shaken. And here's what David did. David was David was like, you know what? And he thought back to his past and he said, you know what? I've killed a lion. Man, I've killed a bear. I can take out this Goliath. So that's what I want to encourage you. There's been times in your life that you've done stuff. And you might have something right now in your own life that you want to do, but you're letting excuses get in the way. Think back real quick on other times that you've had victory over that excuse. Do you have examples? Look at back and say, you know what? There was a time where I didn't want to make that phone call, but I made it anyway. Or you know what? There was a time that I really didn't want to go work out, but I did go and work out anyway. Think of those times because you can leverage that and leverage the courage that you had in those times and make it happen anyway. And again, if you can't think of your own example, go find an example of somebody that's done it. You might know somebody personally that you can just call and say, hey, you know what? I want to do something. You've done it before. Can you share with me how you did it? And a lot of these people that have those stories and that's and let me give you one last example as we're closing this out here as we're talking about punching your excuses in the face. One of the things that I did back in high school when I was attempting and when I was doing everything I could to get a football scholarship as somebody that was, quote unquote, too small, too short. What did I do? I went out and found people that people used to think were too small and too short and made it to the NFL and made it to the highest levels of 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 uh, college football. And I went out and found people like Warwick Dunn, 
Now, Warwick Dunn isn't super small, but he is short. And I looked up to him and I said, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it. All I got to do is find out what they did. And I might not be able to talk to them individually one on one, but I can find their story. Maybe I can find their book. And in this day and age, maybe I can find their YouTube channel or interview that they made or a podcast interview that they did. And I can glean from that in inspiration and go out and do what what it is that I really want to do in my own life. OK, so that's the third thing. Find somebody that's done what you want to do and go out and find their story. Get in contact with them however you can, whether it's through their books, through their interviews or whatever, and find out what they did. And I hear you. You might be saying, well, Carlos, I want to do something that nobody has ever done. And when I say that's probably really hard to do, what I'm saying is I'm sure there's somebody out there that's accomplished what you want to accomplish. OK, unless you're talking about you want to go to some far off galaxy. But even with that, listen to this quick tip as we close out. Maybe you just find somebody that's already taken the steps towards your ultimate goal. Maybe you haven't found a multi trillionaire yet, but maybe you can find that millionaire. And then find that billionaire because you got to take steps on the way to your goal. So even if you're trying to go out to a far off galaxy, maybe there isn't somebody that's gone to a far off galaxy yet. But you can find somebody who's gone to outer space. Then you can find somebody who's gone to the moon. And then maybe you can find somebody who's helped get something to Mars. OK, are you getting the lesson in that? The message in what I'm saying so maybe you haven't yet found somebody that's gone to and lost 150 pounds. But I know somewhere where you can find somebody that lost 60 pounds, 100 pounds, maybe 20 pounds. Because remember, remember about milestones. We talk about that a lot in this podcast. So maybe you find people that can help you punch your excuses in the face. Now, this has been a longer solo podcast than normal, but I'm just really fired up about this because I want you to punch your excuses in the face. So I want you to share with me, share your story with me. Come back to the Facebook group or the Instagram page and share your story of punching your excuse in the face. I want you to do that today. Punch your excuse in the face and get that thing done anyway. Use one of these three examples. And if you got an example of the way you just punch excuses in the face, you just go out there and get it done. Please share it with me. All right. So I hope you've gotten something out of this. I hope you punch your excuses in the face. I'd love to see you sharing that, using that hashtag, making it happen and going out there on your doer's journey. OK, again, the doer's journey. This isn't just about hearing and feeling good and getting fired up and not doing anything. This is about going out there and taking action. All right. So I appreciate you. I want the best for you. I hope you're fired up about this. I hope you're ready to punch your excuses in the face. OK, so again, thank you for listening in. And as always, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer. Go out there and be a doer. Thank you for listening to the Doer's Journey podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook and search the Doer's Journey podcast and we'll connect there. And also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. By leaving us a rating, you let us know how we can help you on your Doer's Journey and you also help other people find this podcast. Now go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer, go out there and be a doer.